This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. We are joined today in the studio by a man who's sneering at me, Hartosh Singh Bal, political editor of Caravan, whose story has made quite a few waves oh, the sorry, first time. The reporter is Sagar, very good reporter. Sagar is this reporter. So I'm sure Hartosh will have lots to say about this and other things. while also giving me a tana or two of us just getting him for free every week and not every not week not only I, that it's worse this week i was told i have to subscribe to news laundry to appear on hafta i did i told him i told him much instead of you pay us to come you come hafta you have to take a subscription so that was madhut rehan at her business minded best our editor in chief also anand vardhan who has been missing on the hafta for a few weeks hi anand good to have you back manisha pande our anchor of nuisance and raman kripal our managing editor hello so a whole bunch of things happened this week but before i tell you that i would again like to encourage you to subscribe to news laundry because when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers served do support to keep media independent So a bunch of things happened this week of course there was the section 377 being struck down and same sex relationships are no longer illegal that has dominated unnatural sex is no longer it wasn't just about oh, was i mean it? if you really look at it if you look at how it was worded it, it would implicate all of us unnatural sex is also sex with animals so that uh-huh. yeah so i think so they have separated not, maybe uh, manisha can tell us a little more about the judgment because that included oral sex it included anal yeah, sex by, it included by everything yeah by which they mean anal sex oral sex and stuff like oh, that okay fine so um then we have the broadcaster's body uh, that's the nbsa asks republic tv's arnab goswami to apologize for misreporting um we'll have some views on this i'm sure then the myanmar court sentences two reuters journalists to seven years in prison that's actually one of the most tragic cases regarding journalism uh, in a while from this region i'm sure manisha will have lots to say on that then there is kanhaiya kumar likely to contest lok sabha polls from begu sarai on a cpm ticket that should be interesting i'm sure anand vardhan our native from bihar will have lots to say on that give us a little view although even i've been to begu sarai and i've shall share my experiences from there then the tamil nadu a student arrested for shouting anti bjp slogans not on the flight but apparently once the flight had landed so when they were deboarding when they were deboarding that has caused major consternation as well with people speaking up for and against and of course some doing the balancing act and finally 99% 99.3% of demonized notes have returned so much for that and if we have time i'd just like to discuss I'd like the panel's view on the New Yorker festival inviting Steve Bannon. I think that's an important one. We should yeah. discuss it because this kind of thing has happened in India with Salman Rushdie and other people. Although the reasons there were different here, of course, it is fear. So yeah, I I mean I I don't have a firm view on it. So we will discuss that. Hartosh, your latest caravan issue has a very fascinating, like Godzilla type. cover with anil ambani emerging from the ocean looking down at a submarine it's beautifully designed the colors the you know it's a great cover yes. the blue black the and white story it's about anil ambani's defense ventures uh, rafael being the most prominent but i think what is forgotten and looking at anil ambani is how he's also entered the naval business and how this government has gone out of its way to take a man who can make nothing 
and get him to start making things for our defense industry. The government will say we had nothing to do with it. The French, he also made a movie for the, the mm. then French president's wife, etc. But uh, the main point is he's already in the naval side of things. He's proved out to be a failure. His companies are collapsing. To hand over the Rafale deal or make him part of it, I think it suggests that the Modi government is interested in many other things except for the development of the defense industry. So you'll have all these details in the story, but other than his failure of one of the most spectacular failures was his power project. What was it called? The Reliance Power, which did not get subscribed and they hadn't even made one megawatt of electricity before they were selling shares. And then, of course, that sank like a stone. You are expecting a 5,000 crore uh, case against you? Anilambani had sent it to a few publications who were covering the Rafael deal, right? Are you standing by for that? No, I don't think he will be stupid enough. But I mean, he's been, by not giving him reason for defamation, uh-huh. but I think the story is pretty solid. Yeah. Everything has been researched. Uh, you can't defame somebody by stating the facts of his business, about his debt, how he has functioned as a manufacturer in various industries and now in defense where there has been some precedent already before they start getting involved in the manufacture of Rafael. Well, if he wants to send us a notice for defamation, he's welcome. More the merrier. What's the problem? All right. Did the government do anything extraordinary to facilitate him? Government? Narendra Modi. Let's focus on the simple fact that facts is that Till Narendra Modi goes and talks to the French president. A day before that, everybody is assuming HAL, HAL is going to be producing this. Nobody knows anything about it. Parikar himself doesn't know anything about it. He's making statements to the contrary. Comes out of the meeting, suddenly Modi there comes is a out change. The claim is that uh, Reliance was brought later. Fact is, the rules were changed just almost a fortnight earlier to allow the offset partner to be announced later. But the actual signing of the deal, and this story actually has that detail, the actual signing of the offset partner happened on the same day. All this happened at the same time. Rules were changed, bent, twisted to ensure it is Anil Ambani who gets this deal. And uh, it seemed to have happened on that particular day with the knowledge of nobody but the prime minister who was involved. Manisha, tell us what happened in the Supreme Court and why is it such a big deal? So it's a big victory for civil rights movements in India. It's really, truly historic. And I'll just give you a brief timeline on what happened before this case. So in 2001, NAS Foundation had petitioned to the Delhi High Court. NAS works with HIV, AIDS and sexual health issues. They filed a petition to decriminalize 377. Delhi High Court says it's a, fundament, it's a violation of fundamental rights. Uh, of course, then all the religious groups get together and appeal against it. In 2013, Supreme Court overrules Delhi High Court and says that we can't be striking down laws. It's the parliament's uh, decision. After which, again, there's a curative petition and in 2016. And um, the important thing is in 2017, the Supreme Court upheld the right to privacy, where uh, it was said that uh, sexual orientation is an essential component of identity. And today, finally, it's been struck down. So I think the right to privacy... Uh, order played a very important role in what happened today and it's it's truly I mean it's magical to see what's happening outside uh, the Supreme Court today so many people have come out such a long fight for so many families so many people it's truly 
it's really like uh, it's great to see although at happened. the risk of sounding like a bit of a killjoy uh, you know when i see something very emotional happening like i've been a part of a very emotional outburst when the whole lokpal mode is happening but george sam ram i know you and aap of course uh, we, we were standing that time there was no aap sir that is only isc yeah, you created but, <laughs> but but um and i think it's but you know unless i was invested in a movement it would not like give me um or if i identified with something there would not give me goose flesh or rongte nahi khade hote you know perfectly regular heterosexual people around are also getting very emotional i, I don't understand that i'm i'm sorry that's because you lack empathy oh which is a very important quality for a journalist or someone who's heading a journalistic organization <laughs> please very good no Manisha. it's really uh, for me i mean it's it's a civil rights victory it's not mm-hmm. about just no i think it's absolutely yeah. must thing to do but, but from a head space not from a heart space now uh, let's come to this case of the two journalists who have been arrested madhu you had some views on suki and her silence on the kind of oppression that many people in uh, burma continue to be to suffer and uh, her activism seems to suddenly have taken a back seat you know i remember talking about when this ong chi was hmm. uh, released and everyone was praising her and everything and i remember saying it on hafta like please all she did was ha- get house arrested and now she's traveling the world with flowers in her hair meeting leaders what has she done she didn't do anything like nelson mandela when he was released from jail immediately he went into a process of uh, creating that uh, reconciliation truth and reconciliation committee mm. which was um, the most creative way to uh, resolve Uh, a a hate filled society yeah. where blacks had been tortured and suffered and families broken up and killed and so difficult to create governance and then, in that environment and then mandela realizes that this is the time that if he allows that to fester and revenge killing start and now the whites were out of power there'd be a problem so he did something extre- never done before and really creative thinking and created a political emotional process and i think he understood the importance of emotion in politics and was unafraid to go that way hmm. and i think in india very often emotion is used as a bad word don't be emotional i think practical is a I'm bad word everyone's crying yeah from modi to advani to everyone <coughs> sheds no, no, tears no but when you're when anyone <laughs> but emotion is considered like practical is a better word and i think there's nothing worse than being practical and and jaded and cynical and i think that this is the problem with this woman that she did nothing what's the context of the, this is it's actually con- gotten worse than it ever was so there are two reuters journalists they did a report an excellent report and we link to it and please read it about uh, the murder of 10 rohingya men and boys and that report implicates the army the thing is that the army has admitted to it and they've admitted that their officials were part of it but soon after these guys investigated that story the police calls them and arrest them under the official secrets act which is again a colonial heritage and this was back they call them for it, dinner yeah call them for and they have told the court that these guys planted documents on us and you've had this is nothing but cracking down on these guys because they exposed the army and you've had a sham of a trial there i think what's more worrying is that and i think why, this is why indian journalists should really like stop being insular and we should care about what's happening in asia south asia and other countries because there is a tendency where governments are using these laws especially in south asia justifying their actions against the press 
on the tide of a sort of a popular sentiment against the press so mm. a lot of people did feel there too like you know you're anti-national you're exposing our army and you know you're defaming the army when the massacre happened and on this popular sort of sentiment you've had a government act completely brazenly unconstitutionally had a farce of a trial and these guys one of them is 32 my age the other one's 28 that's his first journalism job and one of them has and just, just has seven got a daughter years in jail. I think yeah. th- three weeks old or three months old yeah. and he hasn't even seen her yet he and he's going to prison now we will move on to the Arnab's sorry that he has to say he has been told to say sorry once before he did he that he did that time. Uh, the Manisha? only person I remember has he been the only person I remember was uh, Rajat Sharma of uh, India TV, who that said time. screw you and then he became the chairman <laughs> 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 after some time. So what what is the case now uh, and why does he have to say sorry? I know that this was when one of the reporters was being harassed. I remember it was for of the Jignesh Mevani Mevani rally that they were running as flop show. And their reporter by the name of Shivani Gupta was there. And I remember watching this. And there were people around who were very rude to her. And he said, show them, name and shame them. These hainas, goons, anti-nationals. And there was no freeze pervert, goon, hyena. ABP News reporter. Which obviously they had to apologize quickly because ABP News got really angry. Are you showing us our reporters this lewd, sexist, pervert guy? So he said, reporting around. He's truly insane. I'm shocked. But yes. This Manisha. case is a bit complicated because now Shivani has come out. She tweeted a bunch of stuff yesterday. So hmm. what happened was there was a crowd that was heckling her, that was hmm. saying, you know, of course, at a Jigmesh Mevani rally. A uh, lot of people hate Republic. And the kind of people who would attend that would hate Republic simply for the kind of smear campaign that they've run on this guy. So she was obviously pointing out saying that there's a flop show, it's uh, She was basically pointing at how what a big flop show the rally is and there was a bunch of men who started heckling her, sort of surrounding her. This guy basically also sort of went towards her and said, Jhoot bol rahi hai, jhoot bol rahi hai. So that then Arnab took and then went into this whole thing that it's sexist, it's whatever, these guys are perverts and all that. Mm. And the guy who was there in the crowd, he got angry because he also said that you're calling me anti-national and anti-India goon Mm. and I'm none of that. So the whole thing started with that. But it's a bit, while it's NBSA has asked Arnab to apologize because he he obviously went on the other tangent and then. Mm. But there is this problem of reporters having to face the brunt for what their anchors do in the studios. Sure. I mean, I don't think Shivani deserves to be... Uh, no one deserves to be. When a reporter is doing a job on the field, you don't deserve to be heckled or harassed or, you know, you, a crowd like circling you. Yeah. That also has to be addressed. I, I will think. say that... I think uh, that's... A- break, ABP had breaking news. Republic TV ne ABP news se maafi mangi. Jignesh Mewani ki rally mein kaha tha gunda. So they had run this breaking yeah, yeah. news. But, uh, you know, i just like to know what Madhu thinks and coming to Raman, sir. I completely agree with what you're saying, Manisha. But I have seen Republic TV journalists behaving in a fashion which I'm sure the person at the other end, it took every ounce of, of patience not, not to lash that, out at yeah. that person. Physically putting your elbow in the guy while there's this narrow and then saying, look, he's pushing me, look, he's pushing me. Now, I know there are two or three of such rowdy elements. It's unfortunate that Shivani has to bear the brunt of that. Uh, but what happens is that when someone says, Kaha ka hai, Republic TV ka hai, Achha, he must be one of those same types. Do you get what I'm saying? 
you kind of and for that yes the leaders completely responsible because if three of your reporters are doing this you know aggression and then no, pretending to a lot of victim, these reporters when they chase for example the prime uh, perfect example is when uh, arnab went on in his studio said and we confronted vijay malia and then you see this reporter running after vijay malia shooting questions and vijay malia is not answering not I mean, he doesn't even wait for a pause to see if there's silence or that i will not speak or i don't want to comment to you he just cuts him off at the question making this reporter the star of the story that we asked the questions and then then goes into a tirade that vijay malia running away from us no every story is so and so's running away from them because they don't really want to do the story or get the facts or give that other person a chance to respond they just want to make it that republic is relentless in going after the truth but if you really that's wanted the truth that's not the way to do it okay so uh, here's what happened in chennai uh, this i think was deeply problematic while it seems like a fairly innocuous and small thing um a girl called louise sofia i hope i have um, pronounced it correctly she was arrested from thutukudi airport thutukudi i guess for shouting fascist bjp down down at tamil nadu bjp leader tamilisai sundarajan now um many of you may have seen the video that came with it this bjp leader who's the tamil nadu head of bjp apparently is you know very aggressive how do you talk to me like that and it's at the airport from what we know she shouted this when the airport had landed was on the ground uh, sorry airplane had landed was on the ground and um many people uh, including you know shekhar in fact the news minute uh, report names shekhar uh, the, the report is it's an opinion piece why louis sofia's detractors must look closely at what the aviation law states because they said well this is a crime if you've shouted you will be these are what the law state Uh, I think it's a very disingenuous, and this is that monkey balancing people keep trying to do not. So I'm not considered left wing. So let me just take up an issue which is not too contentious. ये क्या है? लड़की है कॉलेज की तो इसी at her cost let me prove my balanced credentials. Um, I think it's deeply problematic. I think it is not just a question of this one arrest. Uh, there have been things, um, and I'm not fooled that this is some aviation law violation because the news minute has actually clarified. what the law states you can only jeopardize a flight you know when it is taking off not when you are alighting and how hey. does the slogan jeopardize the flight <laughs> exactly so hey, must be a rafael plane or something must be a rafael so <laughs> you can't even impose section 144 she was <laughs> there already people that she was alone and, and she I was been, just i don't know what is she saying that was wrong i mean want the maoist court for anti fascist uh, yeah i mean mm-hmm. so the government is admitting that they are fascists in any case so uh, madhu i want your views on this i mean do you do you think um, this is just an isolated case or should we read more into it am i being paranoid no i think that it's all tying together isn't it this is the this is the problem and which should be of great concern shailaja bajpai has written a piece in today's indian express which talks about this about people being labeled this or that uh, somebody is called now you were called an urban noxial by subramanyam swami and you mm. asked why and he said you got a beard and mustache and your hair is curly <laughs> so you look like a noxial now uh, uh narendra modi also has beard mustache he also has mustache narendra modi 
has a beard and moustache. Exactly, but he's white and <laughs> but it's trimmed and, and it's not bar, unruly like other men. He's not young like uh, so. Anyway, whatever the story is, more seriously that this kind of um, taking offense, people who take offense feel that they have a right to ask for somebody's arrest or to shut a place down or to burn a, burn a movie hall down or to burn the book or burn the author or do whatever they like. I think, and we've discussed this before, this taking offense, there should be a ministry of off- offended sentiments. Please write your complaint then and keep quiet. We're not interested in making a public thing and then people are then afraid to open their mouths. I think I also read in today's paper, possibly in in... In Indian Express, I can't recall exactly where. Well, somebody's written an article that when you when you're afraid to say what you think or believe, mm. it does remind you of all the periods of Indian history as well as European history where one was afraid to to speak your mind. And I think this I don't think it's paranoia. I think it's just snowballing into something a little too big. But let me come to what happened in the New York Festival. New Yorker Festival. So there was the the founder of Breitbart. He's a founder of Breitbart, right? And Steve he was Bart, Steve, Steve yeah. Bannon was the founder of Breitbart, and he was also the chief of um, the White House, or whatever Trump, Trump's uh, election. Not chief, but he was. Uh, no, uh, but no. After that, in office, yeah, in he office was the White he House something uh, or the other. media yeah. head or whatever that position is. So he was uh, invited for the New Yorker Festival, and he was the headline event. That basically a conversation with him. And there was a backlash and then they cancelled it and they uninvited him. Meanwhile, The Economist had sent him an invitation for an interview and they stood by it. And The Economist, in fact, today or yesterday put out this long note yesterday that why they think all sides must be heard. And so the question is, should media engage with racist, bigoted people? If not, can you live in the liberal cocoon or does one have to engage with everybody no matter how horrible you find their, you know, positions? So that is an interesting question that has come up. Madhu, why don't you kick this off and then I'd go around the table to see what everybody's views on this are. See, um, this the New Yorker editor wrote a really long explanation on why he was disinviting him. And that um, explanation was funnily enough uh, largely devoted to how important it was to invite him. And then in the end he decided against it. So it's a rather odd email. I mean, letter of explanation. The one with The Economist, in which uh, I agree with, which is like, if you're only going to hear people uh, in your echo chamber who agree with you, then uh, there's no point. So The Economist has decided to interview uh, Steve Bannon, regardless of any objections. But I do, I to just bring up a little tinka over here. I do remember once doing a, an interview with the Pakistani High Commissioner in Delhi when the uh, the rhetoric was really high and people were screaming. It was the time of Kashmir had just it was on fire and Benazir Bhutto was saying, "Jag jag moho mohan kar denge." I don't know whatever that means. Jag jag kar denge. So it was high on rhetoric, and that time I interviewed this fellow, uh, the High Commissioner. And I got a call from my brother, Arun, saying, why are you giving these people a platform? No Indian high commissioners ever interviewed on Pakistan Pakistani TV. channel. 
So why are you giving a platform? And I said, look, we have to know how the other side thinks. We have to know what their propaganda is. Hmm. I, have, I am totally against the government banning Pakistani channels. Because when you, when you, they think that pe- Pakistani channels will influence the Muslims over here. I don't think so. I think it will go the other way around. Well, so I think hearing the other side, I disagree with the New Yorker. Because they, he said that people felt on the staff that they were going to pay him an honorarium. They were going to pay for his stay over there and his hotel which and were. everything. Which they were. And whereas the economist is just doing a straight interview without any payment. Yeah. So there is that difference. There is a difference. I think, yeah, I'll come to that. But uh, Raman sir, what is your view? Does everybody have to be engaged with? Does, in, in fact, Freedom of expression is universal. Of course. It but is this as is important for mm-hmm. the right as well as the left. Sure. Or the, so I think, uh, yes. No, but this is not an assault on anyone's freedom of expression. It is just when you set up a panel of the people who you want talking on your, pla- on your platform, is it important to give everybody a position on that platform no matter how racist or bigoted their views because it's they're not saying they shouldn't be allowed to talk it's like should we let's say news laundry has an event uh, while we have aggressive people like hartosh bal there <coughs> how aggressive should they be should we have a bindra wale there <laughs> <laughs> no, but the no, point no. is the no, point once you the point the, the, is what here, is the po- so there I are think so many people who tweet that i didn't like your bias in this article i'm never going to subscribe again so you only want to read or listen to programs or read articles that agree with you and then you're going to subscribe. I find See, that really peculiar. Because if I'm going to just read what I already know and agree with, I wouldn't bother to read it. Hmm. I'd much rather read the other side because then I can shore up my debate against that. So this week's song goes out to Vivek Agnihotri in the backdrop of celebrating Article 377. He had become very angry with me and, and tweeted saying that and that he's deleted me from his life but continues to tag me. So uh, it's okay, Vivek, you can come right out and say it now. This song goes out to you. सलवादी अरबन हूँ लेकिन अब जाना तू हेड है और मैं टर्बन हूँ अब कुछ भी हो तेरे बिना सब्सक्रिप्शन बढ़ता नहीं दिल तेरे बिन कहीं लगता नहीं वक्त गुजरता नहीं All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.